The following is brought to you by the SJP World Media Network. You're listening to In the Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Ladies and gents, welcome to the first ever In The Corner. I am, of course, Benny Mack. So a lovely voiceover man, Paul. Introduce me. Thank you very much, Paul, for making that. Great guy doing that for me. <laughs> Makes the show sound a lot better than it already is. We've already been 40 seconds in. Uh, hope you're all doing well. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you enjoyed Money in the Bank. Um, an up and down. Up and down pay-per-view for me. I don't know about you. Um was interesting we'll leave it at that we're going to go through him anyway and to help me do that and for the first time ever not for the first time ever with me but the first time ever on this show mr njb nick himself is joining me on the show this week as we talk money in the bank 2022 how are you nick i'm very well thank you also known as the man in the other corner the man in the other corner yeah my tag team partner no no if you're the other corner you're not my tag team partner are you nah, man. Uh, I, I mean We've done shows together for years, mate, to be fair. Uh, we do the Nothing. You come on the Nothing show just past week as, oh no, wouldn't be actually, wouldn't be out yet. As this was released, it comes out on Sunday, actually, mate. I've just realized, unless you are on patreon.com forward slash Benny Matt Productions, you can actually get that show right now, but it will be available on Sunday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that. Uh, and uh, this show is actually, uh, which I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, mate, was we're actually on SJP World Media. He launched his... Uh, network today and we are this is our first broadcast for him and we are going to be doing this show even though it's out on a thursday right now we are going to be doing this show well it'll be coming out on thursday uh, sorry tuesdays i'm very nervous as you can tell <laughs> um but also we're doing stuff on patreon.com forward slash uh benny matt productions and we got some stuff coming out on there nick and you're joining me for a couple of things on there uh, yeah, but the main crux of this show is uh, WWE reviews and news, really, which is going to be coming out every Tuesday on SJP World Media. So I want to thank Cy for letting us do that and being a part of it and uh, partnering up, really. So it's all good. Um, NJB is a wrestling fan like myself. Uh, have been. I used to do a show many years ago, Benny Matt podcast. He used to come on, and we used to do some other wrestling stuff, didn't we? I think I can't remember the last thing me and you reviewed together, Nick. To be honest. Um, but I think it, may, uh, it was probably one of the WrestleManias, mate. It was that long ago. Um, more than likely, yes. I want to say thirty-one, but it could have been. It could be after that. I'm not sure. Um, and we sat down and talked about that. But yeah, that was back in the day. But yeah, uh, as you can expect, as I've already stated, really, you, what you can expect from the show: reviews, news, and just uh, general WWE talk. The Patreon stuff. We've got some stuff coming up, as I've already said. Uh, we're going to be talking. I think the Nick's actually chose it. We're going to be chatting about one of the old summer slams because obviously summer slams coming up what year was it nick we were doing summer slam 98 98 okay cool so we're going to talk about i've never actually seen it um because i didn't start watching wrestling until 2000 although i've seen probably i think i've seen clips of it because the main event is is it austin uh taker austin versus austin versus taker in the garden yeah and there's a special um, significance for you it's a very very, yeah it's a very special pay-per-view for me because it was actually the first pay-per-view i ever watched that's live, cool, I should say. See, my first either way, either way, live or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first one I ever watched, mate, was uh, Raw Rumble 2000. Really, I mean, I got uh, I've, w- I've gone back and watched stuff, but uh, yeah, the first one I really 
if you say live, I say live, you know, tape traders <laughs> borrowed it from a mate on VHS back <laughs> in the day. Because um, not everybody had Sky over here in the UK. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of my first experiences with the with the wrestling is since the I sound like an old man when I say the wrestling like that. It's a bit, but anyway, yeah. Um just we're gonna get into Money in Bank, obviously, just before we get into it. Now, I know you quite well. Listeners uh, of this show are gonna be new and hopefully and um they're not going to be aware of this, but I know you're not a massive fan of the concept of not the money in the bank I, briefcase, as in the money in the bank concept of what it represents. Is that a fair way yeah. of saying? Yeah, I liked the idea of um, a ladder match for a title match. I that I like. I don't like the idea that it can be used at any given moment. So, like when I think it was was it RVD won the money in the bank to get his shot at Cena for at ECW one night stand. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. Was it 2005 or was it a little bit later than um, that? I, I think 06, I think. Uh, I, I, was, I knew it was around about that time. But yeah, I like that idea. Like, you can you can use it to book a match at uh, any given date, but I'm not a fan of the whole... Vulnerable the, champion. The champion's half dead after a, a brooding <laughs> match. Uh, and then you just walk up, put your hand on his chest. One, two, three. Thank you very much. Well, we've had the finger of doom in WCW, so you know <laughs> it's not. Uh, you know, see, I yeah, I liked the fact. I my gripe with Money in the Bank is the fact that it's a Money in the Bank pay per view. I liked the fact that we had WrestleMania, we had Money in the Bank, and it was kind of pointing to a future champion slash yeah. star. I liked that better at WrestleMania. I used to get, obviously, WrestleMania 21 was the first ever. And for the next, like, consecutive years, I can't remember how many years it was before it became a pay-per-view, but Money in the Bank ladder match at WrestleMania was always that sort of, like, I was always looking forward yeah. to it once it sort of took off, so. But I, I'm, it's going a bit off topic, but I'm not a fan of the theme pay-per-views either. Excuse me. Well, um, maybe, maybe that's that'll be a Patreon uh, <laughs> different podcast, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of the the theme pay per views at all. No, I don't like the fact that we're gonna. We know there's when there's going to be a Hell in a Cell. I was more. I liked the the Hell in a Cell is the next level of a cage, isn't it? Obviously, and it was to like yeah. end a rivalry or a rivalry that was just so intense it needed that to lock these two men or women in to um you know have a great match but i don't like, like i'm with you having a themed pay-per-view i like the old names like backlash and judgment day and all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff but to say money in the bank you know tlc extreme rules and all that kind of stuff you know i understand why they do it because it draws people in doesn't it but um yeah, yeah of course it does but um you know i think it was maybe bad blood in 03 kevin nash uh and Triple H and a Hell in a Cell, but the way it was announced was at Bad Blood, it will be a Hell in the Cell, and the crowd reaction was, you know, popping on yeah. war. Uh, so, yeah, no, I understand completely where you're coming from in terms of uh, theme pay-per-views. Maybe it won't be another episode, because we've just covered it in about four minutes, so it's good. <laughs> but, yeah, man, uh, you're like me. Uh, I'm getting back into it, obviously, doing the show. So this is a good starting point, I think, for me to start with Money in the Bank. Um we are going to go through the matches and, uh, you know, we will be covering, uh, or at least I will be, whether you're available or Nick, I, it's going to be on, see, this is quite good because they're doing pay-per-views at the moment. They seem to be doing them on Saturdays. So, yeah, I must say, I've, I've, I've never understood why they didn't do that anyway. I love it, to be honest, uh, especially why, in the UK. Why, why do it at the end of the weekend? Do it in the middle of the weekend because surely there's more chance of people, especially like in the UK, because, I mean, you, you can't really stay up 
to watch a three four hour pay per view if you've got work the next morning. Yeah, exactly. So you know, uh, the idea of um, having the show, like you said, on Saturday, I think is a lot better. And SummerSlam, by all accounts, mate. But what I've checked is going to be a Saturday as well. So that's going to be that's, uh, that's pretty good because um, I'm you know work a day job at the moment. So it definitely you need to. If, um, if you work on Monday to Friday, oh great! What are you doing Saturday? Oh, watching watching SummerSlam now, and that might even give an opportunity for bars over here maybe to start showing it because it's not on a Sunday night. It'd be on a Saturday night into the early hours, yeah. obviously. But you know, there is potential there to maybe do something like that. I'd love to go to a freaking bar and with all wrestling fans. You know, if you can't be there yourself, <laughs> it would be have a few beers, watch some wrestling. And I tell you what, a wrestling, and not just wrestling, but anybody that's. I mean, you've been. I'm sure you've been in pubs watching football, and that would be oh, yeah. uh, soccer over here for the American listeners. Um, but um, you know, with, you could be literally stood next to a stranger and start talking about the fact that you know that was offside, or they've got this transfer from another. You know, te- do you know what I mean? So it's not. It's not just yeah, exclusive. And you hit over the head with a bottle, and then you well, throw what a chair. Are you going to, man? And then, Jesus! And then it kind of, then it kind of turns into a wrestling match. Really. <laughs> <laughs> turns into a barroom brawl. The APA is. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think anything that's uh, that can be bring people together and just automatic. I mean, I went, I've been to a few WWE shows live in over here, and speaking to randomers that are sat next to you, and you start talking about wrestling, you know, and it's just um, it's weird to think that how many people actually think the same as you as well in terms of the the content or where you'd like this wrestler to go. You think it's just you, but actually, it's not as loads of people. But we've kind of gone off topic a little bit here or here on the first ever episode of in the corner with benny mac it was gonna and happen it was gonna happen so it was gonna happen of course that's why we do the nothing the show check that out people <sighs> um so yeah money in the bank uh i mean there's been quite a lot of unification titles obviously coming together the tag team titles and the main title have now been uh been put back to you know unified again um, I'm sure there's reasons for that. I'm probably the, the, the some of the talent leaving for other pastures. Maybe that probably hasn't helped things. Um, there's some recent stuff with Vincent Man, which we'll get into another maybe on another episode. To be fair, um, a bit of a reshaping of uh, people in charge backstage. But again, that's another episode. Um, so yeah, let's get into the money in the bank. So I mean, where did you tune in, mate? Did you watch the pre-show at all? I I'd never watched pre-show. No, I, I don't normally watch pre-shows if I'm being if I'm being brutally honest. I'll watch the pay-per-views, but that's about it, really. I mean, the pre-shows there for for like people that don't have the network or I assume Peacock in the states to say, come over here and look what we're doing, you know. Um, but they used to put. Do you remember they used to put? Well, they, well, I say they might still do it. I've watched it for a little bit. I don't, again, I'm like you. I don't really watch the pre-show. I dibbed into it uh, as it was finishing. I did check just in case there was no match on the pre-show, mate. Remember they used to defend a title on a pre-show. And it hey, just, you know, like a minor, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. I mean, one before we even get there to the first match, mate. One absent uh, title notice, absent title. Sorry, again is the Intercontinental Championship yeah. is again not on the show. Um, obviously, at the moment, Gunther, formerly Walter, as current champion, he did make an appearance on Raw. And beat up an R Truth who was dressed as Uncle Sam, yeah, which was a bit random. <laughs> but you know, it was Fourth of July. It makes sense. Um, yeah, but um, 
I think it was a hot dog. It's good, it good to see somebody giving Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum their due. They saved <laughs> us from an alien invasion. Yeah. Out loud. <laughs> he, our truth is brilliant. He is. He is. Um, he is so funny. He is so funny. I thought he might have uh, reached a bit heavy, back in the day when he started doing the little Jimmy stuff, but it ended up turning into more of a comedy thing, didn't it? Again, so yeah, didn't, didn't quite get there, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I, me- I remember him as K Quick Mate when he came in with Road Dog. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so we started off the uh, pay per view. Let's start off with it, mate. Um, women's Money in the Bank ladder match for the obviously the Money in the Bank briefcase. Um, what are your sort of overall thoughts of the uh, of, of the match, mate? To be fair, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen, there have been better uh, ladder, uh, Money in the Bank ladder matches, um, but I must say I, th- I thought it had it had more or less everything you needed in it. Yeah, I mean the bit with Becky Lynch. Oh, go on. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I was just, just going to say that myself. I mean, Becky plays her part as she always does. Um, yeah, somebody I, pointed I, out on uh, social media, mate. She kind of looked like the Green Ranger with that, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was quite cool. Because I don't, I haven't watched. I watched like the pay per views, but I, I don't watch. Um, I watch clips of like Raw and that lot, but that's about it. Um, but I mean, her, she's changed so much over the last like few months, or from when I last saw her properly. I mean, she's got the whole. I know she had the all. The whole image change and the attitude change and that sort of thing, but uh, but yeah, she's. I, it took me a few minutes to recognise her the first time I yeah, saw her. Yeah, the short new, uh... the short hair and stuff. Um, yeah, because you didn't recognise. Um, you messaged me saying, "Who's that in the pink?" And I was like, "Who are you on about?" And then I realised. I, I, I honestly thought it was um, it was Natalia, but no, then I thought, "Oh Lacey no, it can't be Natalia because she's later on in the show." Yeah, yeah, La- Lacey Evans, mate. Um, yeah, she seems to have dropped that um, that southern woman sort of thing that she was doing which to be honest i quite liked you know this if in terms of a heel i thought she'd go a bit um a bit further with it but for whatever reason no um the uh the bit where becky jumps onto oscar i don't know whether that ladder was meant to break or not but it looked if, when it, when things don't break in wrestling like tables or whatever you, you just know it's going to hurt a lot more than if this would break and i'm not sure that that was supposed to break yeah you think oh <laughs> it, it looked painful um one thing i did notice actually and i didn't notice it till yesterday on in terms of when we were recording um uh, i don't know if you remember Shotzi was trying to run up the ladder and she kind of slipped and missed the rung and fell off yeah um, yes i did remember seeing that yeah um, um, oh, I, mean, l- I mean luckily she's all right and the i think it was uh was it raquel i think was in the corner i think um she's fine you know we took it for what it was it's like oh she's okay because you know at the end of the day mate these ladders do move they're in a you know oh yeah um (laughs) but apparently uh a lot of people fans uh not myself obviously not you but uh a lot of fans we'll call them trolls because we fucking hate trolls on this show that's that's the first f-bomb ever um but apparently they're calling for her to be fired over it and it's like are you absolutely kidding me right she's tried to run up the ladder all right, yes, it could have gone better, but my, my argument was we're all human at the end of the day, and all I can all, all you got to worry about in wrestling, I think, are they okay? She hasn't twisted yeah. her ankle, broke her ankle, or hurt anybody else. It, yeah, all right, it didn't go to plan, but to be fired over it? Are you fucking serious? Things go wrong. It, it's, it's, you name me a wrestler that hasn't had one thing go wrong for more, hasn't had one Worse bad than that, match or, Worse, or anything. Yeah. That, can you imagine back in the day if the the social media and uh, Undertaker's throwing Mankind Mick Foley off the top of the cell? That's dangerous. You can't do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... um, 
if, if we're going to be like that, uh, Triple H would have been fired back in 90... Oh, God, this is going to test me here. 97, <laughs> 96 for the whole curtain call incident. Yeah, the, whole, yeah, yeah. Sure, the, the click thing you're about, right? You want to call them out for any little thing that doesn't go right or doesn't go as planned or, or anything like that. You, you end up with no one left at the company. Some of the best, not in terms of injury, obviously, but some of the best moments in wrestling, not just WWE, are bits where things haven't quite... Uh, gone quite right and they've ended up being like gold Brock Lesnar say I know it's not the same as of somebody falling off a ladder Brock Lesnar said suplex city bitch once and then it became a thing um, yes. you know so I'm not, that's probably a bad example but you, you understand the sort of point I'm trying to make Yeah. but to be caught I saw um, a load of people have been like I, th- I don't know whether they were petitioning WWE but a lot of people on social media apparently were um Putting shots in it towards Shotzi over the fact that she couldn't, she, she didn't make the, didn't make the ladder. You know, she fell off. She hit the ropes, and I'm like, you know, is she okay? Yes, fine. You know, move on with it. It was uh, to be honest, I'd actually forgotten that she'd done that in the match until it was brought to my attention again. And the fact of reading some of these things online, you know, so, um, but yeah, that's the one thing I've took away. It's kind of overshadowed the match really for me now. But um, for me, I mean, I popped big time. Um, everybody by now should know. Uh, Liv Morgan. Yeah, I must. I, I I was happy to see her win it. Oh man, I've yeah, been I've been. You know, we we when we talked about stuff on Twitch and stuff, um, when we were doing the wrestling, you know, on the new game and everything. Um, I was saying I want Liv Morgan to be like champion in this year. Um, yeah, it's about this. Yeah. It's, it's like overdue. It's far, I, a lot of fans felt the same. Apparently, again, this is what I mean. You don't really know. I mean, I love crowd crowd responses during the um, pandemic and stuff it was so hard to watch without the crowd oh, yeah. wrestling without a, an audience is is uh, it's difficult to explain it's, it's just, like it's like having it's, a knife and fork in the plate but where's the food type thing yeah where's the best bit you know yeah. um that's probably a poor way of putting that but you know either way <laughs> i know what i mean um <laughs> I mean, overall, it's a Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, it had its best. It had some moments in it. It had its. It didn't go too mad with the spots. I don't think for me, at least, um, the best. I don't say that that's not necessarily a bad thing, though. No, no, I'm not. Wasn't that's what I mean? I was because sometimes you get overly, you know, back, matches get overly too many high spots. You know, that, that doesn't make logical sense in the actual in the match. You know. Um, Liv Morgan stopping herself from falling and bouncing back up, hitting that knee on Becky Lynch and then grabbing that briefcase, mate. I had my arms up in the air and I was like, yeah, come on. <laughs> so I was I was buzzing, mate. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, let's go forward with Liv. Let's stick with Liv in the Money in the Bank, Women's Money in the Bank briefcase quickly. Um, we end up watching, because I, I to be honest, mate, I genuinely, sitting there, did not, because here was my worry when Liv won it. All right. Earlier on, or I watched something possibly somewhere else, like a promo for it, or they would, I think it was on the actual show. They were, or maybe on the pre, at the end of the pre show, maybe. I'm not sure. But someone said in the history of the women's money in the bank uh, cashing in, no woman has failed. So this had a 100% success rate. So I went, yes, Liv has won. And then I went, oh no, they said that earlier. Does that mean she's not gonna when she does? Does that mean she's yeah, not she's gonna be kiss of death, that is. Yeah, she's gonna be like <laughs> the first unsuccessful one to cash in, you know? Um so yeah. Uh so yeah, we fast forward a bit later on to the evening, Ronda versus Natalia. Uh the match itself, I think if I say average is probably being a bit kind to it. It was good ish. Yeah. 
In terms of the story they told, uh, in terms of body parts in her and her knee and stuff, and the p- bump near the end that Natalia took into the um, into the post, the LED post was quite horrific. Um, but um, overall, I, now the problem with this, I think, I think the match is okay, and it's you know maybe just above average, just. Um, but we've just followed. This is, this is following the undisputed tag team championship match, which was a bloody good match, which we'll get into in a moment. Um, so the fans, I think, were a bit sort of maybe pooped <laughs> in, that, in that moment. Maybe um, does that make sense? Yeah, no, oh, no, I totally get what you're going through on that. I mean, what did you think of Ronda versus Natalia without the whole other uh, Money in the Bank stuff for the moment? Just the match itself. Just the match itself. I mean, as you said, I mean. It had its good moments. I mean, I like the whole. I, I do like. You know me. I like a. Um, I do like my submissions, not just in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just in WWE, but also I'm a UFC fan, as you well know. But you are. Indeed. I do like a good submission. A good kind uh, of submissions, and obviously with you've got the, you got Ronda Rousey, who's an expert when it comes to submission. You got Natalia, who's got the sharpshooter. So I really like the way that they were like going after certain targeting certain body parts and yeah, like uh. uh Ronda with the uh, uh, her ankle, sorry. And I, re- I I did really like that, but I, was, uh, I think maybe it was a case of because obviously we've seen like in the past where people with two different styles will absolutely steal the show, like Austin and Bret Hart comes to comes to mind with okay, that yeah. one. So maybe it was this was just a case of like two of the same, maybe just didn't blend together as well as they thought they would, or I'm not sure. But do you know what? That's a good way of putting it actually, because I couldn't. I don't think I could articulate it in a way. I knew it just felt lackluster, but I was putting it down to the fact, like I said a minute ago, the undisputed tag team match was just before this, and they absolutely, uh, you know, we're getting to it. They smashed it though, so the crowd were really into that match. So to be after the match, I thought, yeah, but to say they didn't mesh overly, maybe this, like you said, that's a perfect way of putting it, mate. To be honest, they didn't um, mesh as well as they maybe thought they would. There were a f- when Natalia was going for the sharpshooter, I think she slipped a little bit, you know, so you know. It, when things, you know, when botches do happen, it does take you out of it a little bit, doesn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah. But you can't cause someone to be fired over it, you know, unless they break somebody's leg because of it or something, or they're dangerous in the ring. Um, I mean, you look at, I mean in, in the past, we've had um, legends of the business uh, uh, square off against each other, and, and it just it just hasn't worked. I mean, Undertaker well, yeah. and Goldberg is the first one that comes to mind, but well, that's, uh, that's uh, Brock versus Goldberg. Day. Brock versus Goldberg at WrestleMania 20. Was probably yeah, one of the worst, good. one of the worst ones. Um, on paper, these two hard-hitting sort of yeah. behemoths. It looks good, yeah. but actually, no, it didn't. It didn't work, did it? In WrestleMania 20. Now, whether it's because both guys, I think it's been documented, but they, I think both guys were on their way out, so maybe that's part of it as well. Because they seem yeah. to work quite yeah, well together. The ring for that. That's 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 the only real. Thing I can because I'm I'm a big fan of both of them. I I, I love Natalia. I think she, I think to be honest, with you, I think she should she should have she should have had more title runs under yeah. her belt by now. I think she's been definitely underused. I mean, I'm a massive fan of Ronda as well. Not just from uh, in WWE, not just from her days when she was in UFC, but Ronda Rousey's done really yeah. well coming to to wrestling. I think um, at WrestleMania, the tag team match with Angle, you know, Triple H and um, Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. yeah, it should have been <laughs> not a nothing match, but it was one of those matches you didn't expect a lot from, and it it over delivered. It was like holy crap. Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, that leads into obviously Liv Morgan won, and so about two hours 
and I don't know, about two hours later, well, no, it would be less than that, wouldn't it? <laughs> but um, for for half a second, when Liv's music came on, I was like, what's going on? I, for some reason, I missed... I. I confused her music with. Um, I couldn't uh, believe she was Miss Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah, I think I just settled in. Like, yeah, cool. This is cool. This is when she's going to cash in. Oh, 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 now apparently, okay. <laughs> and I was so worried. Um, obviously, she uh, Ronda's hurt her knee in the match, uh, and you can even see the welt on it. Actually, I don't know if you noticed that. Um, but what I like oh, about I it, no, when you, if you give it a look back, there's a red mark where she landed. But um, then. Um, when the music hit, Ronda's reaction was perfect. It wasn't fear. It was, oh shit. Oh, shit. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. It, it was, it was brilliant. Uh, Liv cashes in. Referee obviously rings about. Liv dives towards Ronda. Um, Ronda puts us straight into an ankle lock. I went, oh no, no, well, it's, it's happening. Add what you said a minute ago. Your heart must have been in your mouth, mate. You honestly, if you, I wish we were filming this now, but I, my hands are on my head, going, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> and, and then I think about because Londa because I didn't know I watched it back. Ronda actually slipped out of it. She got away. Then she picked her up again and you know hooked the ankle again. And I was like, oh crap! Yeah. And then I was like, kick the knee, kick the knee, kick the knee. And what she do? She kicked the fucking knee. She heard me. Thank God. Um, but I tell you what, it did remind me. No, uh, yeah, I, I think the whole fans could. Anybody that wanted Liv Morgan to be women's champion, I think, should claim an assist. Uh, that's that's my point. <laughs> uh, no, mate, it was brilliant. I've been waiting for it for so long. She's had a few chances here and there, but they, I think they were quite clever with it because I almost felt like it wasn't going to happen. You know, like back in the, when Daniel Bryan was on his rise and then he won the title at Mania 30, um, you kind of knew it was going to happen with Liv. It's been sort of like, is it? Come on, it's got to be now, surely. It's got to be now. And it just never seemed to... And I think they did a really good job, actually. I want to give WWE a bit of credit. I feel like they've, on purpose, they've shoved her to the side so you don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, no, no, that makes sense. I mean, but then saying that, though, the 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 fans, the power of the fans in wrestling is is more so than any other, any other sort of sport or entertainment. Because, I mean, it's, obviously it's been different when they're in normal sports, but obviously in WWE, the fans, as long as there's enough of them shouting about it, there's only yeah, so long yeah. they can ignore it for. Absolutely, yeah. It makes um, it's perfect sense, mate. Um, but yeah, what it did remind me of, I don't know if you remember it, um, it reminded me of Dolph Ziggler's cash-in a little bit because obviously uh, Alberto Del Rio defended the heavyweight championship the night after Mania on Raw against Jack Swagger. Um, he uh, locked in the ankle lock and everything. I'm not just saying it because of the ankle lock, but it looked like Ziggler was going to fail. And then he, because of the bad ankle... Uh, Del Rio had him in a, an armbar, but um, Ziggler like j- uh, jarred the ankle, yanked it to get him free because obviously that was the bit that was in pain. Um, so I had flashbacks a little bit of Dolph Ziggler cashing in for the heavyweight championship. Uh, God, I don't know what year that was now. I want to say like 2014 or something, but um, probably the one that's good on the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Maybe 2013 actually. I think it was 2013. I'll have to double check that. Somebody will correct me. Uh, but yeah, it kind of reminded me that. But the fact that she's cashed in, mate, uh, I one I was, sh- I didn't I, for some reason I didn't expect her to cash it in on Ro- on Ronda. Um, I fa- I don't know which because I think she's on Smack. She must be on SmackDown because everything's so convoluted at the moment. Because we've got undisputed champions and stuff, and everybody's on every show at the moment. Yeah. I don't know who's on or who's meant to be on what show anymore. 
Um, mm. So I don't know how that's going to happen. I assume they were bringing the shows back, um, you know, again, back into this sort of raw SmackDown days when we first started watching it. So I don't really know. Um, I mean, you, you're, you dibbing in and out. You, you said you were you happy that Liv's won Money in the Bank. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was good. I mean, normally the people I cheer for don't win it, but... <laughs> yeah, it makes a change, doesn't it? Yeah. That's my banner, but I was happy to see her win it. My... Uh, I'm just wondering whether it's going to be her versus Ronda because we have seen Liv go after titles and she hasn't been able to do it one-on-one. She's now cashed in in terms of that. So she's now obviously beating beaten a, as you said. The next, match, the next match is going to be the important one. Yeah, because exactly. Because are, are they going to show the confidence to stick with her? I think they should, Or are personally. they just going to take the title off for her straight away? Because that's, that's another reason why. I mean, we've seen people win Money in the Bank and then lose it straight away afterwards and they don't go back and they don't come back to him never again do they yeah um adolf ziggler is actually one of them i think to be honest uh, i mean i'm still waiting i'm still waiting it's not money in the bank, but i'm still waiting for finn balor to get his rematch for the undisputed championship not the undisputed championship universal yeah he never universal really got championship because he? he never lost it he had to he had to re- um relinquish <laughs> it due to injury yeah yeah he had to literally relinquish it the next day didn't he um I remember, like, literally, I think Kevin Owens... It's during the Kevin Owens-Chris Jericho friendship thing. I think Kevin Owens had the Universal title maybe a week. And Jericho's like, he's the longest reigning undisputed... Uh, sorry, Universal <laughs> champion in history. And he's like, yeah, because Finn Balor had it for a day, <laughs> if that. Um, so, it's, But it's funny, you know. I love stuff like that, really. It's, you go, what are you talking about, man? Um, so after the women's money, obviously, we've, we've jumped forward for Liv and everything because I couldn't wait, to be honest, mate. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was buzzing, mate. Honestly, um, I'm wondering what other people think. Obviously, you can uh, let us know what you think at uh, in the corner. Uh, so on Twitter, sorry, in the corner WWE. Let us know what you thought of Money in the Bank and SummerSlam coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff on that. Um, Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley for the US title, mate. Mate, which was the second uh, match of the night. Here we go. Um, do you know what? I freaking love this match. I thought it was a brilliant match, personally. I liked it that Bobby Lashley basically destroyed him for the whole match. That was about it. I think Austin Theory but, held his own, mate, to be honest, to, well, in some cases. Okay, but the bits I definitely remember were him running away from him mostly. <laughs> he <laughs> went, it's when Bobby went for the spear and he went into the fetal that's position. What I wanted to see. Maybe that's just what I wanted to Yeah, that bit especially. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah man. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was a good match. Um, it was a clever way of not... Necess- although he did eventually did destroy Theory, but they kind of gave Theory enough in here to so show that he has skill and he can wrestle. But it yeah. wasn't like he didn't walk in, you know, Bobby Lashley picked him up and speared him and that was it, you know. He was quite, we saw his uh, ring sort of presence in his, because he's supposed to be really clever apparently in all this stuff. Um, in theory, I suppose, on that one. No pun intended. Well, pun intended, actually. Yes, uh, you, did. you meant that. Of course I did. I, I love this match. <laughs> right? and, um, and it looked like, and obviously, uh, Theory hits the spear. And I'm thinking, and Corey Graves is like having a freaking meltdown on commentary. He's freaking brilliant on commentary, uh, Corey Graves. I think, Michael, weirdly or not, weirdly enough, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Pat McAfee at the moment, I think are like the top three for me in WWE, uh, on the main roster at least. Yeah. Uh, for commentary, Pat McAfee's brilliant. Um, we'll come back to Pat McAfee in a little bit because there was some stuff that happened yeah. after the show. But um, 
yeah, I, I honestly liked the Bobby Lashley in theory. Uh, by the sounds of it, it's going to be a rematch at SummerSlam. Bobby locking in the Hurt Lock. The crowd loved that, didn't they? Because he went for his downtown thing, uh, which is a knee to the face, essentially. And then as he jump comes around, Bobby reverses into the Hurt Lock. And the crowd, as you said, I, 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 when I saw that, I thought, if Nick's seeing this right now, he's popping for that. Because, it's, again, it's a submission move. So yeah. um, <laughs> it was great. To be honest, mate, I, honest, I will um, hold my hands up. I will say... I did not expect Bobby Lashley to walk out with it. I thought there was going to be some interference or some cheating or whatever, you know, the theory stuff, basically. See, so- I have I have one thing wrong and one thing wrong only with him winning the US title. Bobby Two Lashley. months ago or so many months... Yeah, Bobby Lashley. Two months ago or so many months ago, he was world champion. Yeah. So I don't see why he should drop down... Or at the very least, he should have been in the Money in the Bank match, in my yeah. opinion. But then again, it's not me running the company, so the my story, opinion is irrelevant I, on that the one. Story that's, just, that, that's, just, that's just my my personal opinion on, yeah, the, on but, the matter. But the story they're telling with uh, Theory and Bobby Lashley is quite good. And in fact, I watched a clip earlier when, because obviously there's the rematch is now locked in for SummerSlam. We've still got, yeah. what, three, four weeks before uh, SummerSlam? Um, yeah, there's only four weeks between each one, isn't there? Yeah, so, roughly, so... I think um, we may see a US Money in the Bank trade-off, maybe. Either that or Theory's going to end up with both. I don't know, but I feel like Bobby Lashley... I don't, would... I don't, if, he, if, they're, if they're planning on Theory being this, if you if they are going to try and say that he's this intelligent person, he won't be. nobody would be stupid enough to do that. I reckon, yeah, but he also has... They've also shown glimpses of him with like, almost like Anakin Skywalker, like anger issues a little bit as well. Glitches so, have made him arrogant. Is, yeah. And Bobby Lashley <laughs> can say, I have the high ground. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, um, no, I think uh, I think we, I, 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 I think I'm more hoping that Bobby Lashley will force him to put the money in the bank on the line. So you've got US money in the bank and Bobby Lashley walks out with both maybe. Um, and maybe we'll see Bobby Lashley cash in maybe. But, you know, it has happened in the past where the person has given up the money in the bank briefcase. In terms yeah, of unlikely, just popped into my head. Unlikely, but possibly. Okay, so let's say, let's say that somebody walks out of summer, uh, walks out of SummerSlam or wherever with both the US and the world title. Would they then discontinue the US title and then just carry on with the Intercontinental title? No, oh, maybe that's why it happened. I, the US title. I would say is above the IC title at the moment, which is actually really bad, horrible thing to say in my because the IC title for me is like if I was ever a wrestler the Intercontinental Championship yeah. back in the day was the bout I wanted um, you know you always want everybody wants to be world champion I get that and I would be too but I would like to be IC champion because it's like the wrestler's bout or at least it used yeah, to be yeah they always say it's like the worker's bout doesn't they or yeah or um, similar or to a similar extent yeah yeah so that was um, kind of my thought process with it but yeah um well, they seem to be unifying everything. So whether we have a undisputed women's champion at some point, and we may have a intercontinental US champion or something, <laughs> I don't know. Or... The, thing is, the fact that they've done that with the tag belts and and the main title, but they haven't done it with the women's title, I'm very surprised by that. I just don't, yeah, I don't know where they're where they're headed, but obviously we're, we're along for the journey at the moment. I mean, when they announced they were going to have an undisputed universal heavyweight champion, I was like, forget how many more times are you going to unify belts? Uh, yeah. You know, if, cause 
watching it back in 2001, uh, when Jericho became undisputed champion with the WCW bout, which is the World Championship, which it became in the WWF bout, WWE title, to become the undisputed champion was a freaking big deal, man, because the, the lineage that the heavyweight championship at WCW, which obviously started off as the the NWA heavyweight title, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right on that one, yep. So I think it's got a lot more history than the WWF title. So by unifying it, gave it a lot more. And the fact that Jericho won it, mate, back in the day, out of those four men. Belt, you take the belts out of that equation. He beat Rock and Austin on the same night. Yeah, regardless, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so so when they unified it back a few, uh, year, well, a few years ago, I think it was Cena and Orton. Uh, they unified the heavyweight and the WWE title bout, didn't they? Which was the old... I missed the old uh, big belt, to be honest, mate. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm waiting for them to make one... I'm assuming once Brock and Roman is over, we may see one bout. I don't know. Um, I mean, as it stands at the moment, mate, that Roman versus Brock match is at SummerSlam. It's the last man standing match. So I can. I almost feel like there's an 85% to 90% certainty that money in the bank is going to be cashed in at SummerSlam. <laughs> Any thoughts? <laughs> I, I literally just had, just as you were talking, I just had another thought popped in my head. So it's a last man standing match. Yep. What happens if, say, just to pick a moment, there, it, it, it'll need to be something grander than this, but I can't. I haven't got the imagination at the minute to think of it. <laughs> Say they both have a chair or something like that. They both swing for each other. They both connect with each other. Oh, no, both, don't. They are both down. The referee's obviously counting. He gets to about five. Theory comes out, cashes in the title, so he's now involved in the match. Because they're both down and the referee counts to ten, Theory gets the belt. Logically speaking... I I hundred percent see where you're coming from with that with that theory. Um, I pun no, you've got to stop doing that. All right, it's getting old. <laughs> oh, in theory, I thought it was going to be really funny. Um, <laughs> um, in I, I have to say, it makes me what I can think of. In theory, if you cash in, it then makes the match a triple threat match, not necessarily last man standing triple threat match. I know. I know that obviously that would be a little bit different because of. Um... And I'm only basing that on a triple threat last man standing match, but I'm only basing that on, mate, the fact that it's only the only time it's been done like that was WrestleMania 31 with uh, Seth Rollins and Roman and Brock. So that's my only theory there. There's an idea that popped in there. I mean, you never know. Yeah, I mean, mate, it's a it's a bloody great idea. Uh, I I, I'm 90 percent on thinking that we're going to see Money in the Bank cashed in at SummerSlam. I'm not saying it's going to be successful. But I feel like it's going to be cashed in. Now, whether that's going to be have, well, obviously we had we had Liv cash in the title straight away. Well, yeah. near enough straight away um, on the night. Would they really want both money, money in the banks to be cashed in so soon? Maybe. I mean, the other way you could look at it is that I think Roman. If I think Roman will retain, to be totally honest with you, I think he will as well. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's. Uh, and what we might see is we might see finally somebody knock off Roman. I don't know who that's going to be. Maybe Cody. Um, maybe. Um, maybe somebody. I don't know. I really don't. I'm, I'm assuming Cody at this point. Um, and then when maybe Cody becomes world champion, then the money in the bank holder at the moment is theory, cashes in and then sort of takes that moment away from him instantly. 
Um, so that could happen. So you might be right. I, but I was the way the way the match is set up at uh, SummerSlam with the last man standing match against these two guys who are hard hitters. To be fair, I feel like Money in the Bank could be cashed in at SummerSlam. I'm kind of like you said. I'm kind of hoping yeah. not now. We've st- we've discussed it a bit, <laughs> but you know it could happen. So anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We, we are. We are. The, actual, we are the, 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 the money in the bank match. We've not even. Yet, yeah, so. we're not. We've not even talked about it yet, have we? So um, <laughs> we are very much getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I thought the um, I thought the the Austin Theory Bobby Lashley US title match um, is one of the matches of the night. Actually, for me, um, I thought it was good. Um, and the pop of the crowd when he locked in that hurt locker was brilliant. So, um, uh, the uh, Raw Women's title match, Bel Air versus Carmella. Um, I felt I had no illusions in this that uh, Bel Air was going to walk out with the title. How about you? Yeah, I might be funny. I mean, I, I like Carmella, don't get me wrong. She's good at what she does, but I mean, I, I couldn't see it going any other way. <laughs> Carmella is like, um, in terms of personalities, kind of, in terms of looks, oh my God. Um, but um, like her voice is like Vicky Guerrero. When, Excuse me! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's just the best way of putting it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, yeah, she's kind of like a several uh, rolled into one, I think. Uh, she's good at what she does. I think we've yet to see the best of Carmella. And at some point, I believe she will be a champion again. Um, yeah, you know, but I had no illusions in this match that Belair, and to be honest, like I said, I thought if, if the cashing was going to happen for me, I thought it was going to be for the raw women's title. So when, when it didn't happen, I thought, well, it's not happening tonight then. So when it did happen, it took me by surprise. So, which was yeah. nice, you know, it's nice to watch wrestling and go, Oh, Oh my God. Like the, the best reaction we and you've had in the last few years was when the Hardys returned at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because none of us yeah. thought we, because we had read that they had gone to Ring of Honor and all this kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden the Hardys can be like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> it's just, it was brilliant. So uh, I haven't really got a lot to say about the match. The match was good. Um, Bel Air, I think, is uh, very much on top of her game at the moment, uh, and Carmella, at some point down the line, could be a really good heel champion if she keeps going the way she's going. Um, One of the yeah. best things about watching a Carmella match at the minute is uh, Corey Graves. Um... Uh, commentary because it's absolutely hilarious. He's brilliant, mate. Uh, obviously, they're married in real life, um, and obviously, yeah. but they're not shying away from it either. The one thing I did yeah. pick I up like, in, I like it. just go with it. I mean, because of, I mean, obviously, back in the nineties, it was a bit easier to try and skirt around things because the internet isn't what it wasn't what it is now. Yeah, of course. Um, so it, uh, just go with it, mate. If the internet wasn't what it. if the internet wasn't what it was now, we wouldn't be doing this show. Let's face it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not but, saying it was bad. I'm not saying it's a good thing that it's as it, good as it is. Yeah, now. that's the difference. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that it's as good as it is now. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the fact they've just gone with it. I don't, you know, rather than trying to hide away from it, everybody knows. You put it on social media. Um, so yeah, um, and they do that. I think they've got their own sort of internet reality show as well, which I've not seen any of. But um, there's a line in this um, says if in Corey says <laughs> if. Um, if Carmella wins tonight, we may go and renew our wedding vows. Triple H told me of a good spot in Vegas. Yeah, um, great life. <laughs> which is obviously anybody that's a long-time fan, Triple H marrying Stephanie back in 99, I think, uh, yeah. was when it happened. Now, again, like I said, I didn't start till 2000, so I just missed this when it actually happened. But I'm very much aware of it. So when he said it, I, I popped. I was laughing. Corey Graves, as like I said, he's one of the best. I think, like I said, Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, and Corey Graves, in no particular order, 
are pretty much on top of their game at the moment, I think, in terms of uh, the way they call the matches and the way they are. I think they're brilliant. Um, yeah. I can't... Uh, so, yeah. That, uh, but, yeah, the match was good. Um, it served its purpose, which was to get Belair another opponent after she can be the fighting champion. And that's nothing... That's no dig at Carmella at all. I think we're going, we've yet... Like I said at the top of it, I think we've yet to see the best of Carmella. Um, and it should be interesting going forward. Um uh, for me, what we're going to talk about next, mate, is the uh, the Usos versus Street Profits, um, the undisputed tag team championship. Um, for me, I don't know about yourself. For me, match of the night. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, solid match. Two D, two very good teams. Absolutely. Um, um, back and forth. Montez. A little bit of controversy at the end. Yeah, Montez. Says, yeah, controversy Mon- creates cash. Yeah, yeah. Mo- well, do you know what? With that, I just want to say Montez Ford. I feel like if they, I mean, I've been a fan of the Street Profits since NXT. Um, I've rated them highly, and when they became NXT Tag Team Champions, I loved it in that ladder match. Um, it was brilliant. But um, I feel as I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing on Angelo Dawkins at all, but I feel the two out of the two Street Profits, Montez Ford could be the one to you know, have a good singles run, better than yeah. good. Um, the match was brilliant. There's that moment where both teams are standing up in the middle of the ring and the crowd are just going crazy for it because they've beat the hell out of each other. They've, um, you know, hit each other with their best shots and stuff. It's been so close to the Street Profits. Uh, it looked like Street Profits may do it. Um, and the controversy, as Nick was referring to, I was not. I don't know whether you noticed this, but I, when the actual I didn't notice, I, I didn't notice it live. It's oh, it's okay, cool. So same as me, because they got the three, and I was like, oh mate, I'm gutted that the Usos um, have walked out with the tag team titles. You kind of, I would say, if I if you were to ask me who was going to win that match, I would reluctantly say the Usos because they're on such a bloody good run at the moment with the Bloodline. Oh, they're, Roman. they're, they're so hot. Yeah, it's exactly. Amazing. So it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. I can't wait. If I, I I'm actually again, as I said with Street Profits, Montez. I feel like um, Jey Uso could have a bloody good singles run if um, they ever split the bloodline up. You know. Uh, well, when Roman first got into this and they started forming the bloodline, because Roman had a couple of matches against one of the Usos, but it was so long ago I can't remember whether it was Jimmy or whether it was Jay, because one of them was injured. And the other one faced Roman in a pay-per-view but for the title, but I can't remember for the life of me which pay-per-view it was. I think Jimmy I was the which... one that was out for a while, so that would be Jay then. I don't... Totally, yeah, yeah. I, I could be wrong, though. I, I honestly can't remember. To be fair, I was, it, it, it was a good match between the two of them. It was very close. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then you also obviously had the Usos joining Roman. Uh, yeah, to Jimmy... Because Jim... so. if I remember rightly, Jimmy... Um kind of was against it at first and tried to get in Jay's ear and say you shouldn't be doing this or we shouldn't be doing it and then eventually they just lent into it and now the bloodline with Paul Heyman in their corner mate the wise man you know is um, it is brilliant to be honest uh, I mean they keep saying it's probably the be- they're saying it's the best faction ever in WWE it's quite a, a bold, that's quite a bold claim I mean you know, that is a very bold um, claim obviously DX you know in WWE I'm talking about now so DX um Rated RKO uh, were quite good. I wouldn't say they were a good faction. Legacy was quite a good faction. Uh, Evolution, obviously, was um, was freaking hot for a good couple of years. 
and the stories they told. So I don't know how you define the best um, faction ever in WWE, but um, yeah, that's quite a bold claim. But to be fair, they've unified the heavyweight and the tag team titles, so that's a good start. Yeah, <laughs> that's more than a good start. Um, but yeah, at the end of the match, it wasn't until they showed that replay, NJB, that uh, I went, "Oh, hang on a minute." And I thought once they showed that replay, I thought they weren't going to show it again because I think it was. I thought, is this a mistake? Was that supposed to happen? Yeah, was it, was it a mistake with the replays or something? Yeah, like that? Um, and I was not aware of it. And I love the fact, you know what? Because I know Corey Graves is the heel on commentary and stuff, but I love the fact that he didn't go. Well, hang on a minute. His shoulders up. Corey Graves was the one I think, or maybe Pat McAfee. No, Corey Graves was the one that said. Hang on, Montez's shoulder was up, and I was quite surprised at that, considering he's supposed to be the heel. You know, yeah, I'm surprised he brought attention to the um, the fact the shoulder was up. So um, maybe we're going to have one more match. It has, I don't think it's been announced as we sit here and record who's going to be facing the Usos if at all at SummerSlam. You would assume they would be at SummerSlam. It's bloody SummerSlam. Um, so I mean, I know you're not happy with the heavyweight title not being on every pay per view again. Um, I think a lot of fans are like that, mate. To be fair. Uh- Obviously, back in the days when I watched wrestling religiously, yeah, but back in the late nineties, early two thousands, the title was occasionally defended and lost or won, whichever way you look at it, yeah, uh, uh, on Raw or SmackDown. Now I understand why they cut that out because they wanted to make pay per views more. They wanted to make pay per views more, even more special, more relevant. But yeah. I don't see how you cannot have your main title on every pay per view. I honestly can't. If they're doing what they do with Brock in it, they want to make him an attraction. So when he is there, it's a big deal. And they only apparently I read a thing online. Apparently, they only want Roman in arenas, big arenas. But I don't know. That's that's, that's, that's Rome. Uh, sorry, um, no disrespect to Roman, but Brock Lesnar is. Let's let's be honest. I know you know I'm a fan of Lesnar, so I might be a bit biased. But Brock Lesnar is a genetic freak. The man yeah. could literally destroy legitimately. Anyone in that locker room. Well, as Pat McAfee calls him, the alpha male of our species is how. Yeah. So it it, it is. He's proven himself in arguably the most violent form of contact sport there is in the UFC. Yeah. Arguably. Um, Well, legally anyway. Um, So, I mean, I understand making him that attraction. Whereas Roman um, obviously comes from a. uh, well, royalty in royalty. Oh yeah, in the one of the royal families of wrestling, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's worked his way up, worked his way up. So I don't see why they would make him. Can you imagine them doing that with Austin back in the day? Oh mate, <laughs> back in the day. Certain champions are fighting champions, aren't they? And Austin, I don't think it wouldn't have fit the mold at all, would it, uh, for him not to be there? Um, so yeah, why do you have your main? So the, the person with the title is carrying the company, has the shoulders on there, takes the company on their shoulders and carries the company forward. Yeah. No, How I can you carry the company forward if you're not at more or less every show or at least every pay-per-view? I mean, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true, but I don't know whether he's even doing live events now either. So, yeah. To, to... Well, that's that. That's it. It's, it's it. I, I'm, not, I'm not important in the wrestling world by any stretch of the imagination. I am. Actually, I'm that much of that, but that's just my opinion on the subject again. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think it works for them, but yeah, I would like to see Roman 
Um, if he's not on Raw and SmackDown every week, maybe he's on one and then on the pay-per-view, or maybe on... T- do you know what I mean? But yeah, you, you do feel like the heavyweight championship should be defended. Um or at least be involved in a six-man tag or, or a tag team. Do you know what I mean? In some sort of storyline, the heavyweight champion, whether he's defending the title on the pay-per-view or not, should be on the pay-per-views, 100%. Yeah. So I agree with that, yeah. Um, I mean, we've kind of covered, obviously we all know who the winner of the Money in the Bank is now, because the way we covered it as we went on. Um, just before that, though, after the uh, undisputed um, title match, tag team title match, sorry, uh, we had a promo and I kept focusing on the license plate, which said Latino Heat. And I was like, is, and they showed it again on Raw. And I was like, is this like one of Eddie Guerrero's kids coming into wrestling? And then it wasn't until I really watched the video back and, and I really made, I nerded out over it. I slowed it down and everything. Um, a lot of people think it's Bray Wyatt. Um, I don't think it is. Uh, the general and it makes sense now as well because I was eventually going and I, and I see when you pause it at a certain point there's some glasses on a like a mantle and it's got the tape in the middle and I'm like well that's a Dudley reference surely then there's a medal that's a Kurt Angle reference and then next to the glasses there's these sleeves which look like what Jeff Hardy used to wear and the Hardys used to wear yeah yeah so um, I was like well maybe 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 <sighs> Somebody that's linked in with all these people, and the only person I could come up with, and then I, I did Google it after to see what other people thought, and they all thought the same, and it's Edge. Now, Edge was founding the Judgment Day. Uh, according to backstage stuff, um, you know, he'd, he'd uh, recruited Damien Priest, which I thought was a good fit with Edge, to be honest. Um, um, and then, uh, what the hell's her name? I've forgotten her name, mate. The woman. Um, that's bad. Oh, um, Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Rhea Ripley. It's because I'm thinking of who joined next. Rhea Ripley joined. I thought, yeah, again, that makes perfect sense. And then Finn Balor. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but then they all turned on Edge. Now, I haven't seen much of the Judgment Day since, in fairness. But apparently the backstage wanted it to be like a supernatural team. Like a supernatural vibe. Now, I was taking yeah. it more of a, as Edge was going to be like a cult leader. Um, based on what I saw. But yeah, apparently Edge didn't agree with the supernatural route and it's now fallen by the wayside, I guess. I don't know whether the, the Judgment Day is going to be... Rhea Ripley was supposed to be facing Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at Money in the Bank, but she's injured at the moment. So that's why I think they ended up having a number contenders match and obviously Carmella ended up taking the slot. Um, but yeah, uh, by all accounts, this is Edge walking through... These because he beat he beat Eddie Guerrero in some great matches. He had a great match on SmackDown back in the day on a ladder match. Obviously TLC matches with the Hardys, you know Edge and Christian in the Dudleys. And then you've got the Dudley glasses there as well. He's Edge also shaved Kurt Angle bald in Backlash uh, back in like O two I think. <laughs> so it would make sense yeah. that it's Edge, but obviously Don't we have to get wait and see. Wrong. I would love to see Bray back. I must. I think he's yeah. a fiend or Bray. It's his character. I mean, they, they they could easily turn him into the the next taker in a way. Obviously, not the exact same gimmick, but that sort of that same sort of um, supernatural. Yeah, uh, the fiend would be yeah, fiend or Bray. Sort of yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes perfect uh, sense. But I just don't. There's no link between any of those things and Bray Wyatt. So if it is Bray, I mean, okay, it's a strange promo, but they're saying that Bray Strange is. Oh yeah. <laughs> His last name strange, really. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, by all yeah, it's just weird. 
things representing all those different legends of the business when, to my knowledge at least, Bray definitely wouldn't have faced Eddie Guerrero in WWE. No, uh, no. Hasn't faced Kurt Angle, to my knowledge, either. I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. Um, so, uh, yeah. so, yeah, I'm not sure where they would be going with that if it was for Bray. I think it's Edge. It makes more sense. Or maybe, maybe it's a Matt Hardy. I don't know. Because he would have been around with all those people at the time. But it makes more sense for Edge because, like I said, the matches he had with Eddie as well back in SmackDown in 02. Um, so, yeah. Or 03, maybe. Was it 02 or 03? I don't know. Along that era, anyway. During the ruthless aggression era. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we'll watch this space, obviously. We'll uh, release. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll probably all find out the same time as everybody else, to be totally honest. Uh, which I'm assuming this is... Eh? Hopefully it's not too long. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Either it's going to be SummerSlam or it's going to be the, you know, the night after SummerSlam. I would assume there's no yeah, dates. No, it's normally a good one to get to release on, isn't it? I'm, so I mean, it's one of the main four. Yeah, I mean, Edge is, you know, Hall of Famer. He's a freaking legend in terms of WWE. So why not SummerSlam? But um, we haven't heard anything yet. So but obviously we've got a few weeks to go. And obviously they showed the promo again, but it hasn't said when or where this person is going to be appearing. So, like I said, it, either SummerSlam or the day after, I would assume. Uh, so, yeah, the Money in the Bank ladder match then for the men's. Um, obviously, we already know the winner because we've already discussed it. Uh, we'll discuss it in length now. Uh, Riddle, Seth, Omas. Uh, I was surprised that MVP left um, Omas to it. I was expecting him to be ringside. Um Madcap Moss. He doesn't, he doesn't look like a bloke that needs help, though, really, let's be honest. No, he doesn't, but, you know, still. Uh, Sami Zayn, Seamus Drew, and Austin Theory is added to the match uh, right as everybody else has made their um, entrances. Now, when uh, Adam Pearce came out, I was going, <gasps> I literally went, <gasps> thinking it was going to be um, Cody was going to be back, you know? Um, but no, they've decided, and we're assuming, obviously, and they play on that on commentary, that Vincent Mann has now entered theory into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, two things for this for me. All right, everybody else is qualified. Theory hasn't. That's annoying. That's annoying. And people, Not just that. Lost his match earlier on the night. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, very reminiscent of Seth Rollins at WrestleMania when he lost to Randy Orton and cashed in the same night. Um but the other way of looking at it is, is, is as annoying as theory is, in terms of young talent pushing them, we're getting it in theory, even though he's a, he is turning into a monster heel slowly. Um, and I think, you know, we might be both wrong on the cash in. It might be a lot. You might be right. It might be a lot longer, you know, but he gets under people's skin and you want him to see get beat up, in fairness. So, and he's also young, so he is getting a good... But the th- main thing I take away from it, I think it's the same thing you're going to say, is everybody else had to qualify. But that's what makes it unfair, I guess, in terms of watching it's not this. So much, it's not so much the qualifying thing on me, because I was really interested in... Because obviously before before the pay-per-view started, or uh, like weeks before, because when I first saw the... Um, the, the oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The photo of the of the ladder in the bank, uh, money in the bank ladder match. Yeah, the promo picture missing. And now, obviously, they filled that one person in on the night. And then, when um, I can't remember what the guy's name was again that you said came out. What was his name again? Sorry. Um, well, Madcap Moss actually qualified on SmackDown, mate. Yeah, Adam Pierce. He's like the sort. He's Adam kind Pierce, of like the G- he's yeah. kind of like the GM um, at the moment. 
Yeah. So when he came out and said, we're going to add to this match, I was like, oh, good. They're still actually going to do it, are they? Because I must say, I was hoping, like you, it was going to be Cody. But also, at the very, very back of my mind, now I have mentioned this to you before, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But I have heard rumblings that um, John Moxley's contract at AEW. Oh, can you imagine if that was. Whether he be so done. I knew it was on. I'm not saying I was. I thought it was going to happen. I thought there was a teensy weensy chance it could happen. So I was really interested. And so then, as they brought out theory, I was like, Ugh. I honestly thought it was a bit of a cop out, personally. Yeah, but they're uh, they're also playing on that uh, thing of everybody thought Cody was going to be back. I think as well, like yeah. uh, me included. I, I, I honestly thought it was going to be Co- Cody. That's yeah, hundred percent. I, well. I honestly thought it would be him. Can you imagine? There is only. Did you imagine that going off, man? That place would have erupted. But then it also would have been, well, surely Cody's going to win this. But in terms of the story, Cody, I mean, I don't know what the original plans were. Obviously, he's injured. But in terms of the story that Cody's trying to tell, talking about Dusty and all that coming back and seeing the picture on the mantle, I don't know if you saw that promo, mate, but it was bloody brilliant. I'll have to, if you haven't seen it, I'll send it to you. Um, you want Cody to win it not with money in the bank. You want him to be the way he fought Seth at Hell in a Cell. If that was a title match with that bruise on and stuff, you imagine him winning the title that way would have been fricking. Yeah, it's horrible. But what I'm saying is you want, I think fans want Cody and Cody would want it to win it in a knockdown drag out match, you know, and want it like a match of the year almost to become champion rather than, he could, he, could, he, could, he could still do that incorporate the money in the bank t- uh, well you could cash I mean. in ahead of time yeah you're right yeah he could yeah. do that yeah um, but yeah I don't know how long Cody's going to be out for because they keep showing these videos of Cody talking about his rehab I didn't know if it was like a red herring and then he was going to come out at money yeah. in the bank so the John Moxley thing I'm not I did hear a while back that his contract was up but I don't know whether he's re-signed with AEW or not to be honest with you we'll have to he might have re-signed I just haven't heard that so I mean it well, might have been like absolutely no chance of it happening but I'll, 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 I'll you know I'll say it once more but um, you know this show's obviously on SJP World Media but we do we are going to be doing stuff in the corner on patreon.com forward slash Benny Mac Productions so you can get access to uh, shows that aren't going to be on SJP straight away but we're going to be doing new stuff anyway aren't we so we can maybe look into that in a future episode, uh, you know, and there's a lot of other stuff going on Patreon as well. That's my last dig and uh, my last dig, my last um, promotion, at least anyway, <laughs> for that one. But my point is we're going to be releasing stuff about rumors as well, as well as reviews on uh, SJP, basically. So there's a lot more coming on in the corner um, going forward for stuff like that, what we're talking about there, you know. Um, so we've kind of given you an overview of Money in the Bank and we've also talked about some other things. So this is the kind of thing you can expect from us is what I'm getting at. Um, overall, the Money in the Bank ladder match, I think I think it left a bit of taste in most people's mouths because of Theory winning it. Is that fair to say? Yeah, but it wasn't so much Theory winning it that I thought it was just because I was hoping for a return. Yeah, didn't of get course, one, so yeah. I was a little bit sour, sour grapes for that on my part. But <laughs> I mean... I mean, having having somebody win that the crowd doesn't want to win, as much as I said earlier about how the crowd can make things happen. Like you said, people want to see this guy get beat up. Yeah, you need a good uh, a good bad guy, a foil for somebody to beat, don't you? So you need to have yeah, these bad right. guys. That's how it works. So yeah, it's frustrating as it is. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, the match was good, I thought. Um, but again, the matches for me of the night, I think, were um, Bobby Lashley in theory and... Uh, the uh, undisputed tag team championship match for me. Um, how about yourself? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely the tag team match for me. Um, I say, I, say, I think the women's uh, the women's uh, ladder match was okay as well. Um, but yeah, I think I think the, I think the, the tag team match has to be there, has to yeah. be the man of the, I mean, the, man of the match. <laughs> yeah. That's why those football players yeah. coming out there. It has to be <laughs> the uh, match of the night. Yeah, I mean the um, the money men's money in the bank was good. I mean Riddle's on fire at the moment. Um, Seth is doing really well. Madcap Moss is that sort of youngster that's um, trying to break through. Seeing Sheamus and Drew come out, them them two guys. You, when them guys are in the ring, you know it's going to be hard hitting. You know, so it's uh, always oh, yes. good. Riddle's doing really well at the moment. Um, interesting to see whether Randy does come back if he's allowed, if he can. I've not heard anything about him recently. There was a, a speculation on whether he could actually even return. Hopefully, he can. Uh, we'll, again, we'll talk about this more on other shows, but. Um, Hopefully you can. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall then, mate, I mean, for me, the whole pay-per-view, overall, I think it delivered. There were a few spots in there that could have been better. But overall, I mean, aside, let's, let's forget about the fact that you want the Undisputed title match to be on every pay-per-view. I get that. Or the Undisputed champion, at least there. What did you think overall of Money in the Bank 2022? Um, as you said, it, it hit the points. But just barely for me. Yeah? Just it barely, just okay. Snuck over, it just snuck over that line. Um, the live cash-in, I think, obviously saved <laughs> the Natalia-Ronda match. Um, that match could have been better. If you take away the cash-in, the match could have been better, I think. I think, you, I think you put it really well earlier. The styles just didn't, although on paper they looked good, it just didn't quite mesh for some reason that night. I don't know why. Um so I'm not lining up anytime soon to watch a rematch between Natalia and Ronda at the moment, to be honest with you. Um, I want to see what happens going forward with the Undisputed Tag Team Championship, especially with the fact that um, Montez's uh, shoulder was up and we had a 1-2-3 count. So I think we might have that. That's got to be a rematch at SummerSlam, surely. Be a rematch at some point, yeah. I would like... I, I, do you know what? I would like to... I know we've just had ladder matches. Maybe a cage match or something between the, uh, between the uh, Street Profits. And the Usos, maybe that would be quite cool. That opens up a few avenues of other things to happen in that match. So I don't know. Um, that's it, mate. I think uh, I don't know if you want to do a rate out of five. What uh, give give it out of five, mate? Um, I would go personally. I'm going to go average is probably three, right, out of five. So I'm going to go three point five. Um, so I think it delivered what it needed to deliver, and I feel like it set up a good. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens at SummerSlam. So I'm going to go 3.5 for Money in the Bank. How about you? I'll go 3.25. As <gasps> I said, just hit the mark, but just. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, do you know what? I'll allow that. First ever show, I'll allow that, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool, man. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Nick, for coming on to the first show. I much appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Um, give us a follow at In The Corner. Uh, at on Twitter, sorry, at in the corner WWE, and also give SJP World Media a follow on Twitter as well. Find out when the show. I mean, the shows come out on Thursday today, but it will be coming out every Tuesday. And also, as I said, Patreon stuff coming up as well. Uh, Nick, once again, thank you very much, mate, and I will see you again soon for some more uh, wrestling action in the corner, bud. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you. 
want to hear this show first. No ads, no fuss. You can at patreon.com forward slash Benny Mac Productions. Thanks for listening.